Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's just say I was saved by the bell. Not that I was going to have any sort of issue with starting the show on time, but I decided, I don't know why I did this at around like 125 when, you know, I'm on the air in like 35 minutes, but I fired up the MLB The Show on the PS4 and I said, you know what the hell with it? I'm going to play an online game with quick counts. So let's see. If I'm getting smoked, I'll quit the game. You know, the whole deal. It ends up being a Yankee Mets showdown. So, of course, I have a little bit more of a pep in my step because who the hell knows who I'm playing? It could be some kid in the tri-state area. It could be some random person from God knows where just wanted to pitch with Jacob DeGrom. But I lined up Jay Happ to pitch in the game, and I'm like, geez, I should have had Garrett Cole out there. If I would have known it was going to be the Mets and DeGrom, I would have made sure that the ace was ready to go. And it ended up being a game that literally ended right as Bob Usler started his update. So it was so apropos. And I don't want to bore any more of you with the details of my MLB The Show game, but I was down a run. Top half of the seventh inning, 5-4. to four. I made a nice double switch. I was proud of my managerial moves. Put Chad Green in. And Mike Talkman, who came in for the double switch. Two-run pinch hit home run, 1-8-4. Didn't even need to use Chapman in Britain. So... Getting the game in, getting a win, it feels like it is a very, very high-flying start to my Wednesday show. And we, of course, have a lot to get to. And we start today's show on a much more somber note with the passing of Hank Steinbrenner. And it, I think, caught a lot of us off guard. And I've mentioned this, you know, the last few weeks. And I think I brought it up yesterday with the untimely passing of Tavares Jackson that because of everything going on with COVID-19, because of the amount of deaths that we have here in this country, that we have here in this city, anytime you hear of a passing, it's going to be the first thought that comes to your mind. It was not the case. Hank Steinbrenner was dealing with an illness now for quite a while, but a guy who was in many ways lined up to be the chosen one. You go back to 2000 and. 
2007, 2008, I'll never forget. It was kind of, in a way, the phasing out of George Steinbrenner as he was basically saying goodbye to his duties of running the New York Yankees. And before Hal Steinbrenner really took on that mantle of being the guy, it was like Hal Steinbrenner was the spokesperson of the Yankees. I mean, he was taking shots at the Red Sox. He was taking shots at A-Rod during the whole opt-out thing. Um, He was talking to the media basically every other day. And I think for about a good two to three month period, many Yankee fans probably were thinking that Hank Steinbrenner was about to be George maybe reincarnated. That maybe the old school bravado and bluster and the demeanor as a whole was going to be carried out by Hank Steinbrenner running the team. After that chaotic 2007 offseason ended, and remember, that was an offseason in which Hank and A-Rod are going at it. Hank's going at it with the tabloids. The Yankees basically said after Game 4 of the 07 World Series, there's not a chance in hell we're re-signing Alex Rodriguez after he opts out on national television during the World Series. But all of that bluster and all of that bravado went out the window with A-Rod because they found a way to reach some common ground. They were brought back together by a mediator. Warren Buffett played a role, and Alex Rodriguez got another 10-year contract from the New York Yankees. And Hank Steinbrenner was instrumental in signing off on it. The Yankees also that offseason, and remember, that was supposed to be a big offseason of change because it was the end of Joe Torre. Joe Torre had left, and... You knew Rivera and Posada and Alex Rodriguez, just to name a few, were free agents. Well, you looked up, and all three of those guys were back. All three of them were paid boatloads of money. And then all of a sudden, Hank Steinberg kind of faded away. And you didn't see him on the back pages of paper. And you were hearing more and more within the organization that Hal Steinberg was going to be the offspring of George. That was really going to take the mantle, was really going to be the guy to lead the team. How Steinbrenner is not his father. He's most certainly not his brother. He is not going to be a guy that's giving you the rah-rah stuff in the newspaper. He's not going to be a guy that's calling players out and taking them to task and throwing them on, under the bus. It's just not his way. And really, the changeover going from the George run, which was... Up and down, ultimate highs, ultimate lows, basically had it all. It was the ultimate subplot. It was the ultimate soap opera. Hank gave you a little of that. And then it is really quieted down from a Yankee standpoint with Hal running the show. It just has. So in many ways, that last hurrah from the late Hank Steinbrenner was really the last hurrah of the ownership position of the New York Yankees with this group being front and center in your face for everybody to see, for everybody to hear. Now, you talk to people who knew Hank Steinbrenner, he was very, very good in the community. Setting up programs for our inner city kids to play baseball and whatnot. Gone way too soon. So, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with the Steinbrenner family. Thoughts and prayers. Anybody associated to not only Hank Steinbrenner, but anybody going through all of this craziness with COVID-19 and all of the wear and tear that's putting on all of us as we try to find our way into some sense of normalcy and seeing that golf 
is getting ready to resume in June with nobody in the events. It's a nice place to start. Hearing that Mark Cuban and all of the commissioners are going to be a part of the panel in trying to reopen the economy, I think is a good sign if you're a sports fan, hoping that in the weeks and the months to come, there will be a plan in place for when the games will return, in what kind of form, in what kind of setting, in what kind of environment. So I think that's encouraging news to hear. But as far as our trip down memory lane, and in many ways, I try to find topics that will intertwine. And I have to admit, today, I kind of had a little bit of a brain fart. Maybe it was me being in the middle of my video game. Maybe it was me just kind of being here, there, and everywhere mentally. But my plan for today was to go through some of the best free agent signings that we've experienced as our years as New York sports fans. Who would fit the bill? Who would be on the list? And we can expand it beyond New York sports, but then it's going to get very, very obvious. Because, listen, you can make the argument that for Miami, signing a guy like LeBron James will go down as one of the best free agent signings ever. That would be accurate. That also, to me, is like a cop-out. Like, to me, that's no fun. You're going to tell me LeBron James signing with the Heat. Yeah, thank you. Like, we didn't know that already. Like, we didn't know how dominant LeBron was, but technically, you throw a question out there like that, sometimes you're going to get an answer like that. So what I wanted to do is tie in, at least to start the show, a lot of the big ticket or the best free agent signings that New York has seen. And remember, when you're dealing with the era of a free agency, it is... Not, you know, that old. It's not like free agency goes back to the 1930s or the 1940s. Different animal. So it's going to be far more of recent history. It's going to be far more of players you've seen over the last 30 or 40 years that have found their way to the Yankees, that have found their way to the Mets, that have found their way to the Jets or the Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers, you name it. There have been plenty of free agent duds. But when it comes to the top free agent signings, the best free agent signings, who would fit this description? Who would be on this list? And for my money, paying tribute to Hank Steinbrenner, I'm really going back and looking at the boss. Free agents, in many ways, were an avenue in which the Steinbrenner family looked to build and looked to grow the New York Yankees. And there have been some mega misses in free agency. But the New York Yankees, as an example, have had plenty of hits in free agency. And when I think about the best Yankee free agent signing, the best has got to be Richie Jackson. Just because of the significance, getting that team over the hump, winning the World Series MVP, hitting the three home runs in Game 6. Now, I get it from a duration standpoint. Reggie Jackson, only in pinstripes, 77, 78, 79, 80, and 81. So only talking about a five-year span 
with Reggie being in the Bronx. But it was significant. It was impactful. It moved the needle in so many different ways. So I think it's going to be very, very hard to go through all of the New York teams and think of a free agent better than Reggie. Delivering in the clutch, delivering in those big moments, having that sort of star power, not shriveling at the spotlight of New York City. And that's always a question. Anytime you have a free agent player coming in from somewhere else, can they handle the big stage? Can they handle the bright lights? Can they handle the scrutiny? That day-to-day that you got to be a part of, that you got to be all in on. And if you're not, you will fail miserably. The first one that obviously came to mind for me was Reggie Jackson. But then I looked at the Yankees over the last 20, 30 years. They've had some really big hits in free agency. Really big hits. It started in 1992. After that season, the Yankees go and sign Jimmy Key and Wade Boggs. Two guys who accomplished a whole lot in their careers. Boggs, all his individual success in Boston. Jimmy Key, terrific success and championship success as a member of the Toronto Blue Jays. And basically, those two guys, even though they didn't have the moments that Reggie did, they taught that Yankee team how to win. So I think when you mention significant free agents over the years, they're going to be very, very good honorable mentions. But the Yankees are a perfect team to look at as far as top free agents. Some, you're going to love the success. Others, you're going to say the success, good, not great. If I'm going to give you my 1A though, even though I mentioned Boggs and I mentioned Key, no. My 1A might surprise some people. And no, it's not going to be Dave Winfield. Because my knock on Winfield, good free agent signing, no doubt. One of the higher ones on the Yankee list. But with Dave Winfield, that reputation, fair or unfair, of being Mr. May and not delivering in the 81 World Series and then all of a sudden playing on a bunch of Yankee teams that were good offensively but couldn't get back to the dance, couldn't get back to October. It kind of hurts them. Fair or unfair. That's just kind of the way it works in Yankee land when you're a hired gun. You know, Mattingly was on those teams too. Here's the difference. Mattingly was the homegrown. Mattingly was the guy you saw from start to finish. When you come in as the free agent and all of a sudden the team doesn't win, fair or unfair, you're going to have that kind of stigma attached to you. So Winfield would not get my second spot below Reggie Jackson. You know who would? A player who just retired after the 2019 season. And for me, when I think of top-notch free agent signings, when I think of top New York free agent signings, how do you not put CC Sabathia close to the top of your list? It is, to me, impossible to make an argument of top free agent signings and not include CC coming after the 2008 season. And sure enough, on our air earlier in the night, we had game one of the American League Championship Series between the Yankees and the Angels. And remember, the Yankees went into that 2009 postseason 
as a team that hadn't made it to the World Series since 2003, as a team that hadn't won the World Series since 2000. And it was, in many ways, a very stuck-up clubhouse going into 2009. You had a couple of the holdovers, the Jeters, the Posadas, the Riveras, but you had the end of Giambi. You had the end of Messina. You still had the presence of Alex Rodriguez there. And really, CeCe and Nick Swisher and A.J. Burnett were very instrumental in kind of lightening the mood and bringing the camaraderie together of that Yankee group. But for CeCe, aside from just being a good clubhouse guy and a great teammate, he was the ace of that 2019. The Yankees were lacking that number one bona fide starter. And CeCe took the ball every fifth day and balled out. After his so-so month of April, the guy ate innings, the guy made big pitches, the guy beat the Red Sox, and in that postseason, the Yankees only went with three starting pitchers. A lot of people forget that. They went with Sabathia, Burnett, and Pettit. That was it. And CeCe held up his end of the bargain. Throwing on three days rest a bunch, beating the Angels twice, and remember, before 2009, the Angels were the Yankees' kryptonite. They couldn't beat them. They didn't beat them in 2002. They didn't beat them in 2005. They lost plenty of games out in Southern California with that rally monkey and, and all that nonsense. Oh, I hated that place. It was a house of horrors for the Yankees. But CC beat that team. He beat them in game one. Then he came back in game four after a Yankee loss, beat him again. Deserved LCS MVP. And CC from 2009 to 2012 was everything you could ask for in Enzo. Then he hit a rocky road from 13 to 15. Three years where he had to reinvent himself. Obviously had demons going on off the field, which we found out about. But from 2016 to 2018, CC in that second act, Found a way to reinvent himself. Found a way to have some very, very productive seasons on the Yankees' new era with the Judges and the Sanchez's and the Goybertorizes of the world. Didn't go out the way he wanted to go out with the body breaking down every which way. Not good enough to be in a Yankee playoff rotation last year. No doubt. But when you take a top free agent signings, not only with the Yankees, but top free agent signings in New York sports history. Reggie Jackson's probably going to top that list. CC Sabathia and what he meant to the franchise from 29 to 2019. Incredible stuff. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. 
Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> 